Miranda, no van pero mandan, lo comen y aplantan, yo tengo demanda, y están no se salvan como Yolanda, la patita en The Big Radio, Radio 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 So today we had a lot of great guests in the studio. We had the women in exile, we had From Fear to Trust, we had Heimat Deine Schnauze, and we just had a really great interview with the queer refugees in Hanover. So now we've been excited to bring you this interview with the Silent University, and we have our guests, Saha and Nabimbula. Sara. sorry. And so I think we want to ask you the first question, which is just, Will you explain to us what is the Silent University? What is the work that you do? Okay, um, thank you for the interview. Silent University is an autonomous platform for refugee and immigrants who had educational background from their home country but couldn't continue their education because of their precarious situation in Hamburg. And what the Silent University does was we try to create a space where immigrants and refugees can meet together, share the knowledge, and also see how we can reactivate our knowledge in a different perspective, but not in a kind of former or Western education system perspective and this is what we do in the silent university yeah well we uh, i think the silent university started since 2015 if i didn't if i'm really right since 2015. uh yes uh yes and no i start to be part of silent university since 2015 May and uh, I like the idea of the project and the, co the concept and I found it really very important to work in this place or support um, to encourage people to share their knowledge and be proud of, of whatever because our one of our biggest problem that we are people who is living here in Germany and not German we face a lot of problems with the with bureaucracy and in our place that you can use any language that you want you can share about any kind of knowledge that you had and we are fighting for knowledge and we are fighting for human rights justice quality and this is very important for us the education to encourage people and give them the space to talk to talk to share and to learn from each other and to bring people together yeah so the core of your struggle is really about knowledge and who has the right to knowledge it sounds to me so can you tell us a little bit like Why is knowledge an important site of struggle for you? Yes, exactly. On one of our demand, uh, the backbone of the silent university is also to redefine what is knowledge and also to also 
uh, re-emphasize what is education in the perspective of the immigrant themselves, not from the perspective or from the view of the Western education system. So, and I think this has been one of the biggest debates or, um, or one of the biggest debates so far because we have been confronted with the kind of uh, Western education system in such a way that they try to pattern how people must be educated in which I we find a little bit not right and we try to argue against this kind of perspective of education and knowledge and that is the reason why we silent university we have this very critical demand about divine um, knowledge and education from our own perspective, not from the perspective of the Western. The Western. Uh, early in the day, we've been have some guests. Huh? Early in the day, we've been have a guest who come from uh, Belgium, and uh, he was having a big movement, and he was saying about how he can fight his case. So, what is the weapon you guys are using against the problem we have right now? Yeah, I think one of the weapons we have been using so far is also to expose the bureaucratic system that can also try to silence our knowledge through speaking out, meeting together, showing love to one another. Because if you also notice, like among the immigrants and refugees, there is a very big division and we try to create a space where we could understand ourselves, come together, regardless of our background, regardless of our language, ethnic group. And I think that this is also one of the biggest weapons we have used so far to bring people from different backgrounds together and we can come together, share the same space. So from my own perspective, this is one of the greatest weapons we have used so far in the silent university. We make our voice heard. People from the Syria, from Afghanistan, from Nigeria, from Africa, from Middle East, we have been supporting our struggle, you know, from different perspectives, which I think that this is one of the greatest weapons we have been using to support our ideas. Yeah, and we do a, like, a lot of different kind of activities. Like we are quite uh, active in Hamburg and outside from Hamburg. We're giving a lot of lectures, workshops. We join a lot of different demonstrations and working with artists, musicians, lecturers who have the knowledge and they want to bring it out and uh, bring, it, uh, bring it to the society or share it. And for example, today it's very important some by spiel. I mean, like for example, tonight, today we are all of us here to find against racism, to join Welcome United. And for us, it's really very important to be here and fight with our brothers, sisters, and everyone want to fight against racism. Because this is also a problem about what does mean racism as well, you know? So we try really to, to share and bring people and give them the real voices. We don't. We are tired that people always talking, behaving in us. Now, no. We, there is time. We want to talk. We want to share. We know what is right, what is wrong, and we don't need anyone to teach, uh, to show us this is right and this is wrong. Okay. Uh, Nana, do you mind? Uh, because I think it's really important to ask Salah if uh, he have a website where we can find more important information about. Question. Yes, of course. We had a website. You can find all act our activities. Our. Uh, the work that we are doing, silent university. So, yeah, you are like uh, quite uh, 
sometimes quite active in social media. You can find us on Facebook, of course, and uh, uh, yeah, and the normal website. And you can find a lot of information about our goals, our demands, principle. And yeah, we and there the nice thing there is diversity. There is different colors, and there is different kind of knowledge. And this is one of our logos or our, our message today. What does mean knowledge? And knowledge is not white, which means that people or other there is. Which means that um, that we had our we had our knowledge. We and we see even the different some the, the knowledge in different way. You know, so absolutely. So um, you're raising this very important like critique or even rejection of like the Western educational system, the Western knowledge system, and I'm thinking that maybe you want to tell a bit more about like. When you self-organize education, I'm guessing it's also to kind of show that education can be done in a completely different way. So what is the good education to you or what is like decolonial education or the education that you want to see in the world? I think from my own point of view, education must liberate one's mind. Education that does not give insight, that does not change one inside out, is 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 good, but is useful, but it's not good. So we are talking more about the moral education. Yes, this is also what I'm talking about because the modern education really focuses how you get it, uh, how you get a livelihood. You understand, but I'm talking about the edu education that liberates life, people. You understand, and I think that this is also my critics about the Western education. The Western education only want to make you like a good lawyer, you know, a good doctor, but you, but you don't really. Yeah, but you don't really liberate yourself and see yourself as a healer, as a doctor, and you also don't see yourself as a lawyer, as a, you know, as a fighter for justice. And this is also what is missing in the Western education. And I think that the education that does not liberate people's mind, but only give them the perspective that I am only studying to survive, is useful but it's not a good education and this is the kind of education the western education system is producing and this is really bad because the education should be for life not for livelihood um, i just want to say something like uh, with my experience i was really shocked here when i came to germany because i found that there is a lot of people that are not allowed to go to school to study and this is also something that we are really uh, care and think about it and you try to find the solution and support people to find a free platform when they can learn and share knowledge, their experience, especially with a lot kind of a problem is that refugees or people of color or even Germans, a place to everyone to share and talk. And uh, yes, this is, this is very uh, important for us to encourage people, to bring them together and yeah, and do something together. There is a lot of problems here in the society, and we need to talk about them. We need to find solution, and this is the places where we can share and talk and make a change. Absolutely.
Salah, I would like to know from 2015, that is the moment you guys start, did you guys find a change? Did something change since you guys start? Or if you guys been have some difficult about or some wish you want to have for get better and better, what you can say about it? Um, I mean like, of course in every project or anything there is positive and negative side. Uh, to be honest with you, when you talk about the negative side, there is, there is always, um, that we had like a, a position power, we had a problem with that. And um, I mean like one of the things that if we see almost people of color or refugees or people living here, uh, they, are, they don't run their projectors, you know. So we are doing our best to be there and present uh, us our struggle and, uh, and show what we can do. It takes time to make a change. But I think with my experience, I saw a lot of positive things happening. People are coming together, fighting together. Always people, they want something to do and need just a place to go on. But um, in, in general, in Germany, we had a lot of problems with, uh, with power position. Almost time, we'll find the people who are working with white people or Germans and people of color. We, we cannot run the projectors by ourselves. And this is something very important. We want to fight for justice and equality. And uh, this is one of the stuff that we talk. We want to, to make, to change it. Absolutely. And so I'm thinking for the listeners out there who are thinking this is a really important project and we want to support or do something in solidarity. What can people do to support your struggle? Yeah, I think uh, one of the areas we really like to talk about when the people really want to support the struggle, most especially white people, I think it's really important, like the people really try to understand how and when to support and the position they have to maintain while supporting uh, this kind of project of the silent university. And uh, for me, I also it's also very important for me that the people should understand in this kind of setting that any pro any process you understand, could be seen as a process of educating. So, and I think that even while most of the German also, they are supporting through any kind of uh, finance, um, trying to make some kind of bureaucratic system, there is also a way they can also try to involve all the refugee and immigrant. And I see also as a process of education, so I think for me, I won't only say like giving money is only way of support, but the white people to try to reflect very critically on themselves, on something that they do very easily, you understand, that they can also try to involve other refugees so that they also can be, they can, they can also be autonomous and be sufficient to, to do it on their own. But in most of the, of the refugees that involve white and black people, I always have this feeling that the support are only based on money, which is okay, but at the same time, I also think that the people should also show the people how to do it themselves, the bureaucratic process, so that they can be fully independent and do the project themselves in the future without the involvement of the world. I think that this will be one of the greatest support so far, you understand, 
from the supporter, most especially from the white. And I think that this has been really lacking a lot in most of the projects like that involve refugees and immigrants. And so I think that we are getting to some of the final questions because you're also a bit busy. But something that I really do want to um, want to ask you is um, there are a lot of uh, movements inside like the imperial universities right now working to decolonize universities from within and I'm just thinking that maybe they actually have a lot of stuff to learn from like the way that you self-organize education outside those structures so do you have any like collaboration with those kinds do you have any thoughts on those kind of movements or is it your question is really about the former structure of education? Yeah. And well, I think from my own view, um, the education should be more flexible, you know? I think the Western education and education in general is highly bureaucratic, and there should be a flexibility not to create too much gap between, you know, most of the people who are highly educated and the people also who show more interest in educating themselves because there should be like a more flexible system to also integrate some other people into the education system so that there will be a very much balance in the way the former education also consider some other form of education in which I also consider like a very wise and knowledgeable education. Great. So, thank you so much, guys. Do you have anything to add, like here on the last minute? Yeah, thank you so much for having us. And you said something important how we can support you. I mean, we are here to support each other and you give us uh, space to talk and share and this is, this is very important. And it is also like my message to the refugees or people of color who's living in Denmark. They have to be strong and they have to fight for their rights and they have to fight against racism. And we need just our rights, equality for all people and no matter what kind of color they have or religion or where did you come from, humanity for all people. And thank you so much, guys. Thank you for coming you're from welcome, uh, Denmark yeah. to us and being with us. I was so happy to see you again. The other guys, I didn't know oh. just each other today. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> but just so happy to. It's very important for us. And this is one of the changes. We met each other like one year ago. Mm -hmm. And we are still meeting. We are still fighting together for justice, for peace, and for everything good for us. Absolutely. You want to remind so us one more time how we can contact you in case someone want to help you? We just uh, give you our numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to take it later. Yeah. yeah. So remember to check out the Facebook site of Please. Silent University and follow the struggle on Facebook. It's a really important project. Thank you for sharing with us this uh, education of liberation. And we're going to have some music. Music. You are listening to The Bridge Radio. The Voices Against the Border Regime, sending live from the street of Hamburg on the Welcome United Parade, United Against Racism and United Against Deportation. Today we are broadcasting live all day during the parade. Most especially we are bringing you the voices of the refugees and the migrants that has been silenced during the years. 
we will have guests from migrant struggles in our mobile studio and we will be talking about our collective social struggles, common strategies and the possibility for creating unity and alliance in our struggles. <laughs>